Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Desiree Shaw and I'm a psychotherapist and I vlog and podcast on mental health. I have a particular keen interest on men's mental health, building a platform called Mama, Men and Mental Health, one word, Awareness. But I do vlog on general mental health. I practice at the Priory and privately I'm on a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world one thought at a time. Welcome to my Friday podcast. I podcast on a Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Winning is a must. I must win. I I did not know what to title this podcast. I have three titles written on the notepad in front of me. Why must you win? Winning is a must. I must win. I practice on a daily basis um, my own set of health and well-being behavioural activities to support myself moving forward. I have to because I interface with a lot of people throughout the week and um, it's really easy to get caught up in the grindstone. It's, it's easy to, it's like, you know, you got the choice sometimes. You can either walk up the escalator, stand on the escalator, or use the stairs next to the escalator. When you find that you're standing on the escalator and you're just chugging away, you could have walked and moved your body, but then if you just go mindlessly on the escalator, you can follow and look at the adverts. But when you move up the escalator, you could be kind of bustling to everybody else. But when you move on the steps, there's a different way of feeling. It's a different way of moving your body. You have to really engage and you haven't got time to look at the adverts. You've got to figure out what you're doing with your legs and how you're going to keep yourself from falling down and how you're going to get up the stairs and how you're going to keep moving and get that energy. Are you winning? Winning is a must. I mean, everything you do is an option. And as I go through my day and I work out for myself what I'm doing for me, I notice the world around me. And it's quite interesting because everybody's trying to win. Everybody. Everybody's trying to win. 99.9% people are trying to win because I'm one of those people. I'm not trying to win anything. What are you trying to prove? The need to be something which you think you are not. The need to continue trying to win. So many of us strive so hard for achievement, aiming to climb up the ladder for fame, fortune, acceptance, approval, to be the first to win, to get there, you know. When when we don't succeed at a task, we deem us a, a failure, we deem ourselves a failure, a complete failure, we failed, with the overriding need to win. I must succeed. Now, Now, this is not a bad point of mental entry to think I must succeed. But not the only reason for living. Believing that you must succeed. I must succeed. Why must you? Hmm. When you measure your success by getting ahead, you got this really dodgy ruler. <laughs> you got this really dodgy, endless ruler that has no end that you'll keep trying to get to the end of, but you just can't see it. An interesting moment happened in session the other day. 
a client detailing their experience, used the process of walking around London. And as Londoners do, trying to walk ahead, <laughs> trying to get ahead of the other person in front. This is so true. We do it even when we're driving around London, which is even, you know, if you've ever been in your car and depending on the area that you might drive into, I grew up in South London and I don't live there anymore, but I have noticed when I get into central London and when I start touching places like Brixton and Streatham, I have this, this urgency to get ahead of the car in front of me. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes on the motorway, you're driving on the motorway and you know, I've got to get ahead, got to get ahead. You're like, but why? <laughs> and this is how accidents happen. You know, you walk in the streets, people got to get ahead. I pondered and agreed with him as as after I realised that the these fast-paced, fast, snapping steppers rushing ahead of me, because I, you know, as I comfortably pace myself on my travels into work, I come out of Liverpool Street Station and I walk to Fenchurch Street when the clinic is. And it's about a nice 10, 12-minute walk, sometimes 15 minutes. It all depends on what shoes I'm wearing. I enjoy the walk and I take in my surroundings, musing at the drivers, I smile at the bus drivers and nod, wave at the workmen, give them a little salute of acknowledgement, road sweepers, people at bus stop possibly. I normally have a big smile on my face, so I probably look like that big weirdo that wanders down Bishopsgate towards Fenchurch Street. And like, what the hell is she smiling about? It's raining. <laughs> I sometimes like the rain, depending on how cold it is, you know. And the whole world around me just bustles on as I'm just strolling. I mean, for me, this is this is my mental well-being. This is a nice way for me to start my day. This is how I get myself into my into a place which is comfortable for the client I'm going to see. I don't bustle out of Liverpool Street Station. I have never bustled out, even if I'm late. I could have a client at one o'clock and get to Liverpool Street Station at ten past twelve, and I call ahead, knowing I'm not even going to be late, but I might be a little bit flustered. <laughs> I might not have time for my yogurt and granola, so I would just prefer to let reception know. Just let my one o'clock know I could be a little bit late. Even though I won't be. Just in case. I mean, we're human. Sometimes we're late. Don't make a habit of it. But I would prefer to wake up earlier and travel calmly than rustle and bustle and pace myself into a frenzy just to get to work. So that when this client said to me, you know, as he walks around London... He's walking, he's trying to get ahead of the person in front of him because that's what everybody does. I thought to myself, he's so right. This is exactly what Londoners do. Because when I come out of the station, I would have left the station with a multitude of people. I always walk up the steps, unless I'm wearing those shoes that say, just take the escalator. Nine out of ten times, I walk up the steps because I like the fact that I get to feel my body walking up the stairs and then... I might feel my knee and I feel like my mum and I want to grab my knee and rub it for a little while, give it a little bit of acknowledgement that I used it and, ow, that might have tingled a bit. 
And then I walk out the station and all these people go bustling past me. I'm just strolling. I'm listening to some music, possibly a podcast, possibly an audiobook, just wandering around. I might get a phone call, I might have a chat. And everybody's off ahead. Sometimes I see people who have rushed past me, only that when I get to the lights, they're standing there <laughs> waiting to cross the road. And then they cross the road. They rush, rush again. They rush, 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 rush. And as I'm walking, I get to the Marks and Spencers on the corner. I see them there. And I'm thinking, you didn't get very far, did you? And it wasn't until this client brought it to my attention. This is what Londoners do. I thought, this is exactly when I do. took it all in. This and is what we do. Agreed with him. Afterwards, I, I did take a look at my own behaviour. I reflected. And I reflected not with a means to make any improvement, just as an acknowledgement to the reckoning, the understanding as to what's going on. And I realised within myself that evening as I went home, how I walk. And I walk as I drive. I look left when I'm about to manoeuvre left, just in case I bump into somebody, because people come speeding past you. And um, I don't want to bump into them. That would just mess up my whole flow. They walk so fast. I, I can't keep up. I just cannot keep up. The reality is these Londoners are trying to get ahead. Rushing, racing, winning. They're winning the, they're winning the walk to work. <laughs> they're doing their own Hussein bolt. They bolt out the station. They go super speed. And they get there. But I question this. What do they win? When you rush into work like that, I understand sometimes we have deadlines and sometimes there are things to do, but this happens daily, you know. I've been doing this journey for almost two years now and I didn't used to work in the city of London. I used to work in really calm places, schools, and I never started at the school start day. I always date. I always started about 10 o'clock. So I was never rushing around with parents on the roads doing crazy things with their massive four by four bus tank things steaming ahead trying to get to school I just don't like that it's really uncomfortable but it's something that we do we rush we're rushing I think what what do you win what do you win what are we trying to prove by bustling about being so busy because moving around in such a hurried rush being fast, always trying to busy yourself. For me, it's just too uncomfortable, honestly. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, I'd, I, I don't know. If, if I was an animal, I don't know if I would be a koala or a dolphin because <laughs> I know I would be hanging out somewhere. Uh, just running around doing things. I, I know I couldn't be you no know, tiger having to hunt and do all that stuff. It's got to be comfortable. Probably be a lion as opposed to the lioness who has to go and do all the work. I'd much prefer to, to be early and calmly stroll in than rush crazy. I just, I don't believe it. I don't believe it works. Well, I believe it works to increase adrenaline and cortisol and worry and stress and, you know, oh my God, fear. 
of losing, I don't know, but the stress it puts on the body to rush around, fast-paced, fast-stepping, hot-stepping, you know, and try to pass the person in front of you to race for what? To win what? I remember um, many years ago having um, a person in my life who, um, just for sake of argument, say it wasn't fun to be with. And um, this person used to walk really, really fast. And I didn't like it. And as punishment, this person would, if we were going out and we could have taken a cab or a bus, this person would decide we were going to walk, knowing that... um, I liked walking, but they would start adding a bit of punishment to the journey so they'd get extra fast. And I just never understood. What's the point of that, you know? I I remember there thinking, what am I doing here? Why, why am I doing this? This is, this is not for me. And it was uncomfortable walking so fast that you were hot and sweating. We were not in the Olympics. We were not trying to do... I mean, it just didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense. Well, thankfully, I said goodbye to that part of my life. It wasn't fun. And um, I just don't do that anymore. Because <laughs> I didn't... There was no reason to do that. That's the thing, you know. If you are actually training and you're you're doing something, there's a reason to walk that fast. There's a reason to run that fast. You're late for something. There's a reason. You're comfortable with the pace you walk. There's a reason. But when it's just because and you're stressing and you're used to rushing and you're used to bustling, I'm like, you know what? Go ahead and walk. I, I Bye. <laughs> I I can't rush with you. I, I don't I don't want I don't like that feeling. Because what is the point? What are we winning? We as humans place race as a way of identifying us as separate to animals. This is just so dumb. You know, the human race. Yet we race. And and they, they don't race. Animals don't race, you know. They aren't racing. I mean, they will go and chase their prey and grab it. There's a purpose. People are not coming at Liverpool Street Station racing to catch a sandwich <laughs> while it darts across Bishop's Gate. They're not doing that. But you might be racing for lunch. And that's another thing. I mean, I don't... I normally start work around lunchtime. And, oh, man. You know, lunchtime is horrible. And <laughs> it's everybody out. And they're rushing around. I'm like, have we not figured it out yet? I mean, when do companies realise that it would make sense to maybe have a staggered lunch break? Maybe don't go at, you know, one o'clock, 12 o'clock, when everybody else is going. You know, guess guess what? It would be less people. <laughs> you could have a relaxed lunch. More space in the parks when you want to sit down. But we race. We race for what? To prove what? Creating all sorts of thoughts, infecting our minds about all the bad that happens if we lose the race. The human race. Are we, are we, racing, are we racing to death? It's going to happen whether we race to it or not, you know. It's inevitable. You can just, like, live at the moment. But we don't want to lose. But what do we lose? 
And what do we win? Is there like this secret trophy, the race trophy, that people have been being awarded with and I don't know about? By the way, there are a lot of awards that I've realised of late I don't know about. People are winning awards. I don't know about winning awards. I'm not very competitive and... um, Mm. I I have my own ideas about winning awards. I understand the Olympics and games and things like that and ability. After a while, I'm like, yeah, I don't know about this. Because you've won doesn't mean you're better. Does winning mean you're better? Does it mean you've proved something that's much better about you? Don't know. Are, are we secretly trying to outdo each other in the attempt to be better? Or be on top, laying in wait like a predator, waiting to pounce on the right opportunity to win. So much effort, so much time, so much wasted thoughts, 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 (laughs) faulty thinking, so much wasted thoughts. Waiting to win, trying to win, aiming to get to a place because you must be better. Because if you are not better, you're worse and you're rubbish. Says who? This is why I'm not really one for awards. Somebody said, have you won any awards? No. (laughs) No, I haven't. I, I don't plan on participating either. I don't believe an award makes me. I don't believe my education makes me, you know. I had my business cards done and somebody said, oh, somebody, you haven't put anything there and put any letters. No, because I am not the letters that I acquired. All that means is I recognise and understand how to implement a particular type of recognition of understanding and ability to do something. But that is not who I am. That does not make me who I am today. I do really enjoy my process and the learning that took place. That was an achievement. But I don't need to stamp it on my forehead so everybody else can see. This makes me. Because it doesn't. I didn't win anything. I didn't. Just It's so interesting how we do this, you know. We're constantly trying to win. Constantly trying to win. Constantly, constantly, constantly trying to win. Trying to get one up. I mean, Why? You know, we 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 come rushing into the world as babies. We, I mean, we already won. We already won. <laughs> We're here, but yet we still gotta win. When we are seeking to prove something, we've got something to prove by winning, and that winning attitude can take place in a conversation can take place in the rush, can take place in your driving, can take place in trying to finish a meal, cook a meal, trying to tidy up, trying to order this, trying to win, doing anything or anything that you, where you feel that you, you've, you've got to win, but you're seeking to prove something. But you've already won. You're here, you're human, you're alive. I've, I've been in situations, and you know, it, this happens to me sometimes, I'll be having a really simple conversation. And the person I'm having a conversation with, I've realised they're no longer having a conversation with me. Their aim is to win. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, man, <laughs> why? 
I don't, uh, can we just talk? Does it have to be something that you win? And then as you're talking with them, they've got to win. They've got to get one up. They've, they've got to get to that place, which is better. They've got to. Why? Why, 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 why? And then it becomes tiring, you know. And then, you know, all sorts of nonsense starts happening. The, the backhanded comments, the, the, the snarliness, the putting down stuff, the I've got to be on top, I've got to do this. And all the while, all you wanted was an engagement and a conversation and it to interact and it to be fluid and it to be warm and it to be friendly. It's quite interesting. I was on the um, I was on Colourful Radio a couple of weeks ago, and um, I met a really lovely woman, Sonia Polion. We had such a lovely chat on her having that interview was was a real eye opener for me because it was one of the very first, very very few times when I was having a conversation with somebody, and they weren't trying to win. They were just engaging. They were just enjoying the now, having the conversation with me, talking and laughing. And defences are down and it's just fluid. I can have a cup of tea, we can talk and I can be in the moment of now. When you're seeking to win in a conversation, you can't be now because if you are the winner, you're either attacking and being defensive and then the person who is realised that they're the opponent, which is often me, Realises that I've got to get my defences up. And I didn't plan this. <laughs> so now I'm going to have to create some defences. And I've got nothing to prove. So I don't even want to defend. This is so conflicting. I don't want to play this game. And we do this. And I do find in the in the world, in the corporate world, you know, they say it's a man's world. There is this massive drive for men to win. But women do. Women do this game as well. We we try to win in a different way. We try to win based on lots of different things to men, you know. Often women are competing with other women. Men just compete with whoever is in the room. It's weird. And then men get stressed because if they're not winning, they think they're losing. Women have to compete with the other woman who they think is better than them in order to feel good. So much mentally infected thoughts. You know, if you think about all of these thoughts as being infections in your mind that are spread throughout your body and your behaviours. Or because you've got to win and you don't have to win. So here is something I'd like to leave you with. Stop trying to prove anything. Stop proving. Start living. You don't have to win. You've already won. It's a focus game, trying to catch your tail. <laughs> You've got to focus. You've got to focus your game. <clears throat> You've got to focus your game, trying to catch your tail. And by doing that, you end up playing a fool's game. Because any fool trying to catch the tail doesn't realise that what they're trying to do is catch the tail because you've already got it. Why would you do that? Why would you focus your game on trying to catch your tail? Why would you rush? 
when you could just be more caring and compassionate to yourself moves move more comfortably i'm not saying slow down just be comfortable comfortable in you be compassionate to yourself be accepting of who you are move more slowly you don't have to move so fast as you're busting about you don't have to win when I'm around somebody that just moves so quickly and so fast, I feel their energy and it stresses me out. And all I want to do is get away from them. I want to just get away because it's an uncomfortable place for me. And somebody to speak so quickly, their energy is just too fast because what they're trying to do is get ahead and win and beat me in some way. I just don't want to play. It's just too much. Relax. It's just another day. Life isn't about winning. It's about living. And that's what I'm going to leave you with today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting. My name is Desiree Shaw. I vlog and I podcast. Podcast Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Tune in, listen out. Listen to what i got to say. Save. Hey, put me on your save list on Spotify. Give me some feedback on the podcast on iTunes. I could really do some feedback. I'd really appreciate your feedback. That would really help me out. Because I'm on a mission to change the world one thought at a time. Just one. And make therapy accessible because it simply isn't. And I think it should. I practice at the Priory. It's a really cool place to be. Great clinic down in central London. And privately, but mainly, I'm at the Priory. Got a few things up my sleeve. You want to check out how you're feeling? Check your own emotional levels. I've got a, got a few guides coming out on my website. So pay attention to my website, please. Go and visit it, www.desireshaw.com. Find me on social media. My um, Facebook page, Desiree Shaw Official. Find me, like the page, go watch my videos. I have a whole tortured superhero series. I have quite a few things going on. I enjoy doing what I do. Some people think I'm busy all the time. Technically, I suppose you could say I'm busy, but I'm not rushing. <laughs> I do everything in my own comfortable pace. Comfortably do what you're going to do, rather than bustle around and be so uncomfortable that you're chasing your tail. You've already got it. The humans believe that we are in a race. The human race is so dumb. The human race. You know, I love how we do this with words, don't we? Plain can be a plane in the sky. It can be plain as in that's really plain, that's bland. Or a plane as in a massive field. Really? Race? I don't get that, though. I don't know. That's just me. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm on a mission to change the world one thought at a time and I need your help. So like and share and spread the news. Have a wonderful Friday. See you Monday.